0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for those Walt Disney World planning tips and tricks. And we are continuing on today with the resort series, hitting our first kind of value, but kind of moderate resort. It's got a little bit of both. So, this is episode 151 All You Need to Know About Fort Wilderness. friends, how are you? Happy Tuesday. Uh, Full disclosure, I had a little dental work done this morning, and I think my voice (laughs) sounds semi-normal, but if you're getting a little bit of a slur, half of my face is probably still numb, but we're making this work. We are talking about Fort Wilderness today, and as I kind of alluded in the intro, Fort Wilderness got a little bit of everything for everybody. You definitely can get your... Least expensive place to stay option. I won't say hotel because that's not what it is. You can literally go pitch a tent on Disney World property for a great deal over at Fort Wilderness or bring your own RV, camper, whatever you got going on. And you can also rent cabins there. And that's where you kind of get more into that moderate price range. So just like I've done on the other resort shows, I'm going to kind of talk you through different amenities, room types that you can get at Fort Wilderness, what the transportation location looks like, uh, pros and cons, and then kind of end with a sample quote for you to kind of compare price-wise what this looks like. Alright, so Fort Wilderness is located closest to Magic Kingdom. If you're familiar with that area, you've got your three monorail resorts, the Contemporary, Polynesian, and Grand Floridian. And then like over on the other side of the Contemporary you've got Wilderness Lodge. So not on the monorail, but still kind of like a boat ride to get you to Magic Kingdom if you want. Well, even further down the waterway on the other side of Wilderness Lodge, you've got Fort Wilderness. Um, The nice thing here. Like I said, you've got some variety um, as far as where you stay. You've got boat transportation options to Magic Kingdom. Anywhere else you're going to want to take a bus. Um, Fort Wilderness I I don't know if they encourage you, but I would encourage you if staying there, um, especially if you're doing the cabins and you don't have your own vehicle, to consider renting a golf cart. They're not driving Disney buses like all throughout the you know nooks and crannies of the property to pick you up. You can kind of have to hike to get to a bus stop there. Lots of people drive and kind of park their car to get on the bus stop, or you can rent a golf cart from. Fort Wilderness and drive around there also this resort is known for at the holidays Christmas Halloween People really go all out decorating their campsites and cabins. Um, They can have little contests and parades to drive through. So it can be a lot of fun. I will be honest, there are only two Disney resorts I have not been to. This is one of them. Um, But I follow kind of a lot of, you know, influencers that might go. I've seen a lot of stuff of what the resort looks like inside. Um, So those are just a few tips that I've come away with. I'm not a big camper. I'm not outdoorsy girl. So this doesn't so much appeal to me. um, But if that's your style, I think this could be a great option to kind of mesh two vacations, like, you know, your relaxing campsite or um, log cabin type feel that we'll get into with those cabins in a second. And then, your Disney trip. It can also be a great way to save money if you've got an RV. So that's location. Let's talk a little bit about amenities. So the resort is kind of broken up into two sections. Your I guess, I think this map is upright. Your northern section are where you're going to find your actual campsites, and there are different ones, um, different sizes that we'll get into in just a minute. Those are kind of closest to your waterway, and then the southern portion is where you're going to find your cabins. There are two pools on the property. One is kind of in the middle of the cabin section. The other is in the middle of the campsite section. You also have tennis courts there, playground, lots of sports and recreational areas, Um, looks like got a kitty splash pad, arcade, all of that that you find at a lot of your Disney resorts, but just a lot more kind of outdoorsy things to do. You also at the very front of the property have the trails end area where you can go ride horses. The Trailblaze Corral is up there. That is something you want to schedule in advance, but if if you want to tack that on as an experience, that can be a great thing to go ride the horses. Um, and then you've got some different dining options here. So there is the Chippendale Sing Along. I think a lot of times at night they might roast s'mores in this area. There is a snack bar, the Meadow Snack Bar, by one of the pools. You've also kind of up at the top of the property near the dock. You've got Trails End Restaurant. Um, and Crockett's Tavern. You can mobile order at Trails Inn. That's going to kind of be like your food court situation. And then you've got some different little shopping merchant situations kind of all throughout. All right, now let's talk about your different room types, saying that in quotes. Um, Let's talk about if you're camping. So your least expensive option is just going to be like tent, pop-up camper you're just getting the slab and going about your business and I'll go ahead and kind of throw in pricing since there are so many different room types here um, so for that pop-up tent again I'm running all these prices for June 9th through 15th that is a sat- Sunday through Saturday um, you're looking about 112 a night for that week in June to get kind of the you know tent situation. If you need full hookup for a regular size RV, you're looking about 148 a night. If you want that full hookup for a regular size RV but in a preferred location, closer to the pool, closer to food, you're looking about 180 per night. And then they have premium lots. These are for your larger RVs. For those, you're looking at about 190 a night. And if you want the premium spot uh, or premium size, I guess, for the Those larger RVs, but kind of in a meadow section, really feeling woodsy and secluded, you're looking at about $215 per night. Now, your other option, if you don't have an RV, you don't want to do the camping thing, is to stay in one of the cabins at Fort Wilderness. Um, And these are recently kind of going through renovations to actually become Disney Vacation Club properties. But even if you are not a DVC member, you can still pay cash and get into these, but these are really, really fun these can sleep up to six. um, And they're a great option if you, you know, want to cook your own food, that kind of thing. Um, Bring your dogs, you know, have your pets with you. Really, you know, just kind of spend more time at the cabin hanging out. So as I said, these can sleep six. You're going to have your queen bed, you're going to have a sofa bed, and then you're going to have two bunk beds. Um, Take note that the queen bed and the bunk beds are in the same room sofas kind of out in the main living area but you have a kitchen table you've got full-size fridge and microwave and dishwasher so kind of like your full-on kitchen there and really like I said just a great option if you want to hang out and truly have that kind of vacation side of things for this week in June of 2024 those cabins are running about $500 a night Oh, they also have a cute little porch on them. So you could like sit and hang out outside and have a a jolly old time as well. Now sticking with that and kind of sample quotes. So if you did that week, June 9th through 15th for two adults, two children with four-day base tickets. I just went for kind of the middle-range RV option so if you did standard size RV but you wanted that preferred location and then you did the four days of park tickets for the week for everyone, you're looking at a package total of about $3,600. If you did one of the cabins for that same week with four-day park tickets for the four people in your party, two adults and two kiddos, you're looking for a grand total of around $5,000 725. Um, so definitely a big jump to stay in the cabins, but you didn't bring, you know, your hotel with you. So you pay the price. Again, I'll say, as I always do with those quotes, they are subject to change. Those are not locked in prices. And actually, Disney has some room discounts available right now um, that you could apply to those cabins. So it could be even cheaper. So as always, reach out to me if you want a quote for your specific dates, your specific family would be happy to get you one and work with you at uh, zero cost. Now, let's talk a little bit about pros and cons of Fort Wilderness. Again, being 100% here, I have not stayed here. I haven't visited the property yet. I know, shame on me, but that's on my list to do next time I'm down there. Um, Pros are definitely, I just think the cost. If you have an RV, you can take a huge slice out of your cost, enjoy that Disney vacation, and kind of get that camping vacation at the same time. So, I love that they have this option, as well as the cabins. I think going in like the fall or winter and staying at one of these cabins would be so fun. I love that they sleep six, So it is a great option for, you know, the larger family, more than four people. They can still be accommodated um, and get some great, you know, options here. Love the way that people decorate for the holidays. I will say, though, if you're trying to get one of these cabins or even just an RV spot, like during the the holiday season people book these fast there are literally regulars that come here and do this every single year so if that's on your radar is something you want to do I would definitely say jump on booking that sooner rather than later um, cons are just going to be transportation again your only way to get to Magic Kingdom is well your extra mode of transportation to get to Magic Kingdom is boat. I assume as there was something going on, they would definitely bus you to Magic Kingdom. Um, But everywhere else, you're taking a bus. And you are a smidge bit far out. You're not too far from Epcot, but you are kind of on the Edges sort of of Disney property, so that's just something to keep in mind. Transportation might take a while, and again, the internal transportation is not as internal as you're used to. It's staying at other Disney resorts, you can't just walk outside your room if you're in a preferred location and oh, there's the bus stop. You might have to trek, you might have to drive, you might have to take a golf cart to get to the bus stop, so that's just something to keep in mind. um, Putting a little extra time and cushion in there, however. If I'm staying at the campsite or at the cabins, I kind of think of again my vacation's a little different. Maybe there isn't as much park time. I'm spending more downtime. So I'm playing card games. I'm grilling. Whatever's going on. Um, so I don't think that's a huge downside if that's kind of how you're doing your vacation. All right, my friends. So that is our deep dive into Fort Wilderness. I hope you found out some things about it that you didn't know, and maybe this is on your list now as a resort to consider. But I'll be back in the coming weeks going through the Disney Moderate Resort, so I hope you'll follow along and take a listen to those. If you've been enjoying the podcast, please take a second to go leave that rating and review wherever you listen. I definitely appreciate it. It helps others to find the podcast. And check out the description below. It'll tell you where to find me on social media, email. If you want to start planning that magical trip to Disney, Universal, All-Inclusive Cruise Lines, wherever you want to go, I would love to help you out with that. But as always, thanks so much for listening and hope you have a magical day. Bye bye.